everyone, welcome back to the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is Chip Thompson, and I'm joined, as always, by Mr. MC. That would be me. Mixing it up a little bit there. Yeah, we've been doing this for far too long. <laughs> and this is episode 12 of season one of Chip, Kill Me Quick, part two. So I figured this week, MC, we'll just skip what happened uh, last oh, week and just so never bad. mention it again. It was and so bad. Hopefully this episode will be completely different. Let's hope. Uh, but yes, what did happen last week, MC? It, it started off as... It's like a shit episode, just for a change. <laughs> yeah. But it was it was a slightly worse, more cringy version of shit because it was you trying to be a good writer but without the skills to be a good writer. Yeah. There was lots of wanky stuff about <laughs> nightclubs and paths and mazes and bullshit. There was a, a brief respite, a, a delightful respite with a giraffe-headed demon or something oh, like that. That was nice, wasn't it? That was our little hug for the episode last week. Yeah, and then it all went downhill after that. Um... Cat got attacked by some bouncers for defending herself. <laughs> um, but the real shit on the crown of the, the episode, the steaming turd, was Chip stalking Cat. And then at the end, um, she goes off with some dude she meets in a bar. He goes to Riley and... Ridley. Ridley, whatever. Uh, <laughs> and because this guy doesn't have a criminal record, they decide he's a murderer or something. <laughs> Which he probably will be, because, yeah. Yeah, we but, have to justify Chip's actions at all yeah. times, apparently. Um, but I, I still have a very, very faint glimmer of hope that the episode will be like Chip learning the error of his ways and to not be a big fat stalker. I hope so. Me too. God, God, I hope so. <laughs> well, let's find out as we get into Kill Me Quick, part two. Previously on Chip. Cat continued to stroke the man's body before breaking away from his mouth and taking him by one arm, dragging him towards the exit. Hurt me, she whispered, biting his ear. You want me to hurt you? He asked. Cat nodded. What the? The man started to say before Chip cut him off with a straight right hand. I thought... Chip turned to face her. That he was hurting you. He was, and I was enjoying it. I know we haven't spoken since... Chip trailed off. How's the ribs? Fine. Are we done with a small talk? Want to have another throwdown? No, I just... Was following me. Cat finished his sentence. A few more minutes passed when a guy entered a bar. He scanned the bar for quickly before walking over to Cat and sitting down next to her. They chatted for a while, with Cat moving nearer to him. Chip was shocked to see the pair get up from their seats and leave the bar, arm in arm. What the... Ridley said. I've got a job for you. You've got contacts, right? You can find out who people are, what they're about. Cat, she's been... She went off with this guy in the bar. They just went out and left. I see. This wouldn't have anything to do with your slight obsession with the broad, would it? So he is a good guy. Chip put the folder back onto the table and sat back in his seat. Hell no. Riddy replied. I gotta find Cat, make sure she's okay. The chick can handle herself from what I've seen. We've got time. Chip for a few moments. What are you, cat? There was a strange sense of familiarity to Cat's surroundings as she awoke from her deep sleep. She felt well-rested and rejuvenated, two things she hadn't felt in a long time. How did I know how to spell rejuvenated? A spell check. But that doesn't explain all the other things I spelled wrong. I think the others you just had a bash, but rejuvenated, you were like, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> 
She sat up, the sheet slipping off her body, exposing her naked breasts. <laughs> Thank God you included that in the narrative. That's... That was an important point. <laughs> oh, God, is this trying to... Naked breasts, <laughs> as opposed to clothed breasts. <laughs> God, she was proper naked, she was. Wouldn't happen in TV, though. There's always a sheet. Yeah, they, they kind of clutch it, don't yeah. they? Like, they're embarrassed about the person they've just had sex with. <laughs> Can't let them see my boobs. <laughs> like everyone I've ever been with. <laughs> They're always clutching sheets. <laughs> Even before we've had sex. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she sat up, the sheets slipping off her body, exposing her naked breasts. She looked around the room. It was her place. There was movement next to her. So she went back. Presumably she's with the dude from the bar. She was like, hey, baby, come back to my place. It's a abandoned house. <laughs> Just a really old mattress and a broken TV. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so maybe I just kind of conveniently forgot that piece of continuity. Yeah, probably. Great. Morning. Dwayne said, sitting up and kissing Kat's shoulder. She flinched and got out of bed. She looked at the guy she had met in the demon bar last night. It's always nice when you pick someone up at a demon bar, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I wonder if she's got a sheet with her at this time if I just had naked breasts are roaming free. What are you doing here? She said. Don't tell me I was that bad. You forget me already. He smiled, a little smile. You doing that voice just makes that extra creepy. Yeah. No, I remember. I just... I don't usually bring guys back here. Ever, in fact. For some reason. Mm, back to this, like... <laughs> Derelict building, <laughs> it's falling it down, and you've already got a stained mattress. Dwayne was also out of bed now, fumbling around for his clothes and slipping them back on as he found them. No mention of his naked breasts. <laughs> I feel honoured, he said. It is a little more confined here than in the park. It's a weird thing to say, isn't it? It's like, I mean, oh, it's a lot smaller place to have all the sex than the outside, isn't it? <laughs> it's smaller inside the buildings <laughs> than outside buildings. I don't know how Dwayne can afford his semi-expensive suits. <laughs> Kat reached for a pair of jogging bottoms and a small white t-shirt and put them on. Thank God her naked breasts <laughs> are no longer exposed. Now they are clothed breasts. That kind of reads a bit like a Sonic High School line. Kat reached for a pair of jogging bottoms and a small uh, t-shirt and put them on. Do, she, do, do, did she do it fast, though? <laughs> yeah, she's not as fast as Sonic. Yeah, obviously. Dwayne was dressed quickly and stood on the opposite side of the room to Kat. So? He said, Yeah, get out! Cat replied sternly. <laughs> no messing about here. Smooth operator. <laughs> Fuck off. What? No breakfast? Are you deaf? I said get out. Okay, okay, no problem. I'm sorry if I did something wrong. Can you just... There's, there's some weird commas here, actually. <laughs> I didn't know how to use a comma, MC. Okay, okay, no problem. I'm sorry if I did something wrong. <laughs> Can you just pass me my jacket? <laughs> I think I just went through the episode after just pushing the comma button in random places. Just sprinkling them over. Cat <laughs> looked behind her and saw a brown leather jacket over the top of her television. Weird place to put your coat. She picked it up and took it over to Dwayne. As he reached for it, he pulled the jacket towards him and used his other hand to stick the needle in Cat's arm. He is a murderer! Oh, Chip God. was right all along! <laughs> Thank God, the heroic stalker <sighs> that is Chip. <laughs> is that the new heroic sacrifice? <laughs> <laughs> Chip did a heroic stalk. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I'm uncomfortable again. Yeah. I do worry if I ever tried to 
deal with a story of like sexual abuse or something like that. Oh I, god! I mean, you did technically in Tomorrow Gays and sort of. Yeah, yeah, but in a more I'm going to try and write this kind right. of way. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. early seasons of Tomorrow Gays were very much just throwaway kind of yeah. silly <laughs> or attempts. Yeah. But as I'm trying to be a writer, I would, I don't think I'd want to read that MC. The thing about the thing about writing any sort of art is that you have to be shit before you can be good. That's true. One and, day I'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> but the awkward thing about this is that you're just trawling, putting yourself face first in this trough of shit that you produced. <laughs> and it's not it's not nice because on the one hand it's, it's sort of the you know the dissonance of this is a different person writing this. This yeah. chip then isn't you. Yeah. But it is also you. <laughs> Yep, and that's the bit I always cling to when we read this. <laughs> the bit that makes me feel like a terrible person. Cat uh, looked behind her and saw a brown leather jacket over the top of the television. She picked it up and took it over to Dwayne. As he reached for it, he pulled the jacket towards him and used his other hand to stick the needle in Cat's arm. He quickly pressed the plunger. It was like a big bomb or something. <laughs> he quickly pressed the plunger as she fell backwards onto the bed, dazed and confused. See you later. Dwayne blew Cap a kiss before leaving. And now I think you did go with the right voice choice for yeah. that character. <laughs> Although it kind of sounds like every pub landlord in Tomorrow Gation yeah, as well. Yeah, I mean, I hate to tell you this, <laughs> but I'm not, I don't have that much range. The range, as a voice actor. The range. <laughs> it seemed like a long shot, but he hadn't had much success in other bars so far that evening. Mock's bar was fairly quiet, although it was still early. Chip quickly scanned the bar as he entered to see if Cat had come back. She hadn't. Oh good, he's stalking again. Brilliant, fantastic. Normally he finds her quite easily though, so it's almost like she's been drugged and is unconscious somewhere. He sat down on a stool at the bar. Searching local bars and clubs was thirsty work. <laughs> stalking is thirsty work. Sometimes when I'm stalking, I get dehydrated. <laughs> That's why I drink Lucasade with all the electrolytes that get me on top of my stalking game. Lucasade is such a stalker drink. You reckon? Yeah. Anyone who drinks Lucozade is a fucking stalker. <laughs> you should be worried about them. Call the police. <laughs> oh, sure we can get that branding <laughs> sponsorship any moment now. This week's episode is sponsored by Lucozade. <laughs> Stalk people. You'll feel great we about it. We think it's great. We encourage it. We here at Lucozade 100% encourage stalking. Oh, no. We're going to get sued, yeah. aren't we? Can I just get a water? Chip said to the barman. Barman. Ah. Ooh. He looked over at Chip whilst rubbing a glass with a white towel. Classic. You're back, the barman said. Yeah, it would appear so. Chip replied. What I told you last night, that was the truth. I know the guy's name, and that's about it. Oh, God, please don't hurt me. I have a wife. She's expecting a baby. Please. The barman dropped the glass to the floor, causing everyone in mocks at the time to stop talking and turn to see what was going on. I am confused slightly, so we just had that argument about who did Mock's voice. Mm. But is this Mock? Because sometimes there's someone yeah. referred to as Mock, and sometimes there's the bar men, or sometimes the bar man. I'm assuming that you... Would you know enough about pubs to know that it's just not the owner there, 24-7, <laughs> behind the bar, polishing glasses? I mean, I don't know where commas go, so <laughs> it's very unlikely. So I think we're just going to assume the bar man, the bar men, and Mock are all the same entity. I think you establish the law so much, you even have a, like a, a shift rotor... <laughs> For all the different bartenders that work in mocks. Except in London when it's the same one. <laughs> the barman dropped the glass to the floor, causing everyone in mocks at the time to stop talking and turn to see what was going on. They quickly went back to their drinks. 
And they're like, oh, Chip's here again. Probably yeah. going to shoot the place up. <laughs> I'm not going to hurt you. Chip reassured the barman. I just like a drink. The barman nodded and fetched Chip's drink, laying it on a small red tissue and placing it in front of him. <laughs> See, I did know how bars work. <laughs> Must be the VIPs. <laughs> it used to be white until the barman got beaten up by Chip, and now they're all covered in his blood. <laughs> no charge, the barman said before disappearing out back. Can I just say what I think VIP stands for in this one? Yes. Violent, impotent pricks. <laughs> something you've always thought no i just made it up (laughs) it's like how would you describe chip the character as vip well v would stand for violent (laughs) he is an incel so that works yeah yeah yeah. wow no charge the barman said before disappearing out back very generous of him not to charge for that glass of water (laughs) wait when did that come in uh, that glasses of water were free or had to be free I don't know, and I don't know if it's different in America. It is America, so they'd probably charge you for it. I mean, I wouldn't know. That I mean, that's beside the point. Yeah. I may have known about the water in a pub, but yeah. like, not in a bar in America. So, did they ever charge for tap water? Is that a thing? This is really off-tangent, but I'm really curious about this now. If you know if they used to charge <laughs> about tap water back in the day, can you let me know, please? <laughs> it's fucking... In my day, they used to charge for tap water. Two shillings... <laughs> <laughs> for a tankard of puddle water. And you had to bring your own red tissue to put it on because <laughs> you weren't a violent, impotent prick. <laughs> Chip had hardly taken two sips of his drink when Cat walked through the front door. She didn't seem bothered by the words she and Chip had exchanged the night before as she sat down next to him. Hey, he said, a little confused. Have you seen Dwayne? That's how I think Americans say Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Dwayne? Cat asked. Dwayne McCarthy? Yeah, we arranged a meet here tonight. Is he here? So, at no point did Kat ever say this dude's name. So Chip is basically saying, oh, that guy you were with who I saw for about 20 seconds, (laughs) whose first and last name I now know. The one with the driver's license number 743. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know anything about him. (laughs) Don't know where he lives. (laughs) Nothing, his job, his entire employment history. I don't have any any of his toenail clippings. (laughs) Not even one. Uh, but what's happening with Kat here? Because she was injected with something. Yeah. Is this like a love drug or something? No, it's probably something. Oh, maybe. 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 Ooh. I mean, that's still suitably creepy. Yeah. But Chip, the hero, will stop them. Good. He's going to VIP his way there. <laughs> yeah, we arranged to meet tonight. Is he here? I haven't seen him. Cat, look, why... Chip paused as the man in question entered the bar. Cat saw him too. She smiled. Something she didn't do a lot. <laughs> Smile, darling, you might feel better. <laughs> Dwayne also smiled when he saw her. I'll catch you later then. Chip whispered to Cat, who was too busy watching Dwayne come over to her to hear. That is such a creepy line. Mm-hmm. Like, if we were establishing Chip as a massive stalker, he's just gone up to her and gone, I'll catch you later then. <laughs> it's really unsettling. <laughs> Chip slipped off his stool and walked towards the back area of the bar. He intended to keep an eye on Cat from a safe distance. Oh, good. Oh, this is not okay. Dwayne took the stall where Chip had been sitting and the two started to chat. They both ordered drinks and the ninja guessed they were staying put, if only for the time being. So, yeah, it does seem like some sort of love drug or something. Yeah, presumably. I mean, that happened in Buffy plenty of times. People were like, yeah, yeah. 
well, there's an episode where I think everyone falls in love with Xander. Because oh, okay. he does like some sort of love spell or right, something. Right, and it's, right, right. Yeah. It's not as horrible as this. <laughs> I mean, it would be difficult to make it as horrible as this. I don't think Buffy ever stalked anyone. <laughs> two years passed. It feels like two years, just in the recording of this episode. <laughs> two hours passed, and Cat and Dwayne were still at the bar. They hadn't drank a lot, and had spent the time talking and laughing. Very suspicious. <laughs> Man and a woman talking, laughing, sharing a drink at a bar... Do you know how beautiful you are? Dwayne complimented. Chip asked me to say that to him all the time <laughs> in that voice, so <laughs> got a lot of practice. I like it when you break into my room at night and <laughs> yell it at me. <laughs> Thank you. Cat took hold of her drink and stared down into it. You don't think so? He asked. I, I don't know. A lot of guys seem to want me. Guess I'm sort of out there. Does... Out there mean attractive? Because out there I thought meant like a little bit wacky, a little bit eccentric. Yeah, I, I guess in a sort of manic pixie dream girl kind of way, maybe. Is that what she means? No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> you just haven't found the right one, cat. You're so mate. Everything is better when that happens. And yet Dwayne's still less creepy than shit right yeah. now. <laughs> don't you need a soul first? Cat said behind a small giggle. What? <laughs> this is terrible flirting. This is like me trying to flirt. Oh, yeah, I did write <laughs> yeah. this. Right, okay. But you do have one. I've seen it for myself. You bared it when we made love Ugh. with every touch Ugh. and every caress. Ugh. Oh, I mean, <laughs> to make that as creepy as possible. <laughs> Just imagine, like, dribble falling out the side of his mouth as he's saying that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just a really sad person. Maybe I can make you happy. Dwayne smiled a small smile. Stop doing small smiles, Dwayne. No one likes it. Dwayne smiled a small smile, which made Cat smile too. Chip can hear what they were talking about from his vantage point, but all their loving smiles and silly giggles made him feel a little sick. <laughs> uh, love. It's way better to just stare at someone <laughs> from inside from when you're in a tree looking at them when they're taking a shit that's what true love is and that's how I know you really love me <laughs> it was almost like watching a Jennifer Lopez rom-com but without the vomiting blood that's my favourite bit when J-Lo starts vomiting blood she like meets the handsome rich guy and then <laughs> comes up to her it's all like I'm sorry to bother you I just you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen <laughs> no wonder Chip's idea of romance is so twisted what films is he watching what happened to Jennifer Lopez's career <laughs> that went off the rails didn't it <laughs> blimey he knew the cat he had seen wasn't who she really was just as much as he knew the cat sitting at the bar wasn't even close to being her yeah he knows everything about cat he knows her really well and knows everything uh. about her Chip turned to see Ridley crouched down behind him. What are you doing? Lying low, literally. Seems the news about my little private conversation between me and the cop has gotten out. And I'm looking to avoid, well, everyone. Can we just have this episode be Ridley trying to hide from the cops? <laughs> and he's doing it by like hiding, like crouched down under a table <laughs> and the most bar like he goes in, to. Like in video games when you crouch <laughs> to stealth. I want that. I don't want to do what we're actually doing. I know. So, why come here? I thought you could use a little company. Oh, he's such a good pal. Oh, he's on the run from the cops and he's still like, <laughs> no, my friends need emotional support. Yeah, he's stalking someone. I better go and help him. 
I thought you could use a little company. Ridley peeked out from behind the chair and looked around the bar. After a few moments of coming to terms with his paranoia, he sat down at the table with Chip. I figured it out, you know. This whole you being drawn to cat thing. He said, you're a stalker. You're a stalker. (laughs) You're a VIP. (laughs) And I bet you're going to enlighten me. Chip placed one of his feet on the table and sat back. Damn right, bud. It's the least I can do. You don't give me enough credit. I'm a good judge of character. It's what makes me a good hustler. Throw in a mix of unworldly connections and knowledge with a side of being half-demon. I've got a good insight into life. And he really does have a good insight into life. It's better than chips. Yeah, yes. I think that's, importantly, that is the clear thing right now. Come on then, spill all oh great Ridley. You and Cat. Ridley folded his arms on the table and spoke quietly. Two humans with strong powers. <laughs> strong powers? <laughs> is that what we call it now? <laughs> Yours from being a ninja, hers, well, we're not sure on that front just yet. You come to New York, you're fairly new, doing the demon killing thing, feeling a little alone when you meet a girl who throws herself at you. You get touchy-feely with one another, and then bam, she leaves the next morning, leaving you feeling used and even more drawn to this strange, mysterious girl. You say you don't love her, and I believe you. This isn't love. This is lust and passion. Ever been drawn to a supergirl before? Ooh. Mm. I... Chip paused as the memory of Evangelina came flooding back to him. (laughs) The hideous, misshapen beast that was Evangelina with her 17 knees. Don't judge my kinks. The angel he had met back in Tokyo. Yes. And I'm willing to put the Yankees on the fact that this was some time after you were brought back. How do you put a baseball team on something? (laughs) <laughs> they stand on top of it. <laughs> and if he's wrong, they die? <laughs> sure. <laughs> and they still play better, wouldn't they? <laughs> Baseball joke. Are you actually from New York? <laughs> if I was, I'd have a hot dog. <laughs> now I'm willing to put the Yankees on the fact that this was sometime after you were brought back. Spot on. It's hard for people like us to make social connections with people outside of our demon box. <laughs> You get that from Amazon, do you? (laughs) We latch on to others in similar, asimilar environment. (laughs) And in your extreme situation of suffering every day because you murdered a large number of innocent people, you sway towards the pain super people. You're so desperate to help that it goes way beyond the call of a hero. How am I doing, bud? I think he's doing pretty well. Desperate to help. (laughs) He's not doing a good job of it, is he? He's helping people. He saved uh, Amy when she was trying to help defeat Mr. Johnson. True, You know, um... Okay, no, that's fair. And I I get Ridley's point about how... We kind of said this before about Mm. Chip and MC, actually, as well, is that their life has become so weird Mm. with their year training to become supernatural crime-fighting ninjas. Mm. Uh... And just kind of how they couldn't get jobs because, you know, they've got no references and stuff like that. So, I mean, it kind of maybe stretches to their love life and connections as well. Especially with Chip because he spent like a whole lifetime in hell. Sure. uh, Went through this weird period where he was evil. (laughs) So, yeah, maybe there is a thing with him having to be attracted to someone who's like can defend yeah. themselves or something or... yeah or somebody else who's in the same weird demon killing yeah. vigilante situation yeah. I mean this doesn't justify him stalking cat no but you could maybe understand where the infatuation maybe yeah, comes from yeah, yeah, yeah. Chip stared at the New York native he'd never thought about it before but what Ridley said made sense a lot of sense warm he said 
And to conclude my very well-made point, sex is also a powerful thing. It drives us all, for a variety of reasons. You and Kat did the business, so you're more connected than you would be normally. She doesn't seem that connected at the moment. Chip watched as a still-smiling cat left away at the bar and headed for the toilets. Chick's got issues. Show me someone who don't. But hers are the messing-with-your-mind kind. And a guy slipping things into your drink? Chip pointed rudely to Dwayne, who had just reached into his jacket and was no dropping some form of clear liquid from a syringe into Cat's drink. <gasps> Chip pushed his chair back and marched towards Dwayne. Really good job this place is insured, Ridley said, watching Chip go. Do you just go to Lloyd's of London and be like, I'd like to insure my demon bar against being smashed up by ninjas? Well, no, you just, uh, property uh, property insurance? Sure. Pub insurance? I guess. Bar monies. As he slowly walked towards the bar, Chip saw Dwayne slip the substance and its small container back into the inside pocket of his jacket. Excuse me, the ninja said calmly as he approached. Yes. Dwayne smiled as he turned round. It was quickly wiped off his face as Chip introduced him to a knuckle sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Dwayne fell backwards off his stool and landed in a heap on the bar floor. The occupants, demon and human alike, all watched to see what would happen next. They knew all about the ninja and his distaste for evil. Only the ones that weren't afraid of him or had nothing to hide dared drink in there now. Does Chip have a distaste for evil? I mean, he's done a lot of it. Yeah. Maybe it's like, you know, when you eat too much of the same thing and you get really sick of it. <laughs> oh, he's like my Subway sandwiches. <laughs> the barman shook his headed. The barman shook his headed before swiftly heading in the, into the safety of the back room. <laughs> he's got like a panic room back there now. Yeah, probably a chip, chip room. room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's covered in red tissues. <laughs> and water that's three pound a glass. Chip helped Dwayne back to his feet and held him with one hand. What did you do to catch drink? I don't know what you mean. Cut the crap. I saw you drop whatever it was. What's going on? Cat wanted to know as she returned from the bathroom. This guy isn't what he says he is. Chip replied, keeping a grip on Dwayne. Put him down! Cat demanded. Do you think Chip was like so happy to see Dwayne do that? He's like, <laughs> yeah. yes, justified! I'm a good person! <laughs> Vindication! <laughs> Chip obliged after a moment's pause. He grabbed Dwayne's jacket, pulled it down over his shoulders and reached into his inside pocket looking for the item in question. After digging for a brief spell, Chip turned to Cat. You have to trust me on this. I was sitting right over there, watch, and I saw this bastard spike your drink. I think maybe he was going to say watching you, then you sort of cut himself off. Oh, okay. Okay, so the... the, Yeah, the dot 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 confused me. Yeah. Okay. I was sitting right over there, watch, uh, and and I saw this bastard spike your drink. At least he's self-aware enough to realise he <laughs> shouldn't on, be this is stalking. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Why would that be bad? Oh yeah, stalking. Bad. Bad Chip. You were watching me? Again? Before Chip could mumble a reply, he heard a whisper in his ear. It was Dwayne, just out of Cat's earshot. She's doesn't remember <laughs> what I do to her when I give him my magic uh... potion. Good job she doesn't, really. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Chip swung round and decked Dwayne with a big right hand. Again, he hit the floor. Having seen enough, Cat tackled Chip to the floor of the bar and started to wail in with big punches. Oh good, they're fighting again. Because <laughs> their relationship was so <laughs> smooth before this. On the floor, pinned down by her, Chip did his best to cover up. Raising his knee, he flipped Cat up and over his body, breaking free. They both got to their feet. 
I don't want to hurt you, cat. Chip said. It wasn't that long ago he had beaten her pillar to post in his pursuit of the one. Not again. She connected with a big right hand to Chip's jaw, which staggered the ninja. Whilst he held his jaw, Cat had picked up a glass from the bar, the one Chip had seen spiked just a few minutes ago. She swallowed the lot before he could stop her, and followed up her previous attack, leaping forwards and throwing herself at Chip. He caught her in the air and slammed her to the ground. Cat wrapped her arms wrapped around... Well, God. Cat wrapped her arms wrapped around his neck landing a headbutt and flay, flaying with her knees. What is going on? <laughs> this new fighting style Cat's invented. <laughs> Chip picked himself up off the floor, with Cat still clinging to his neck. He dove through the door of the bar, landing on the dark street. She broke her grip and they both stood, standing only a few feet apart in fighting stances. The barman must be so relieved they're outside. <laughs> But have they broken the door? They're like, oh, that's all right, I've got that insured. I've got door insurance. (laughs) I don't want to fight you, Cat. Chip said, moving closer. She hit another big punch and went to throw another, which Chip blocked, grabbing her arm and swinging her around and away. She was up quickly, throwing kicks, punches and a whole range of attacks. Chip blocked a few of them, taking heavy blows when she did connect. Then he was caught off guard in his attempt at not fighting back. Cat took Chip down by knocking the back of his knees and straddles his back. Using his hair, Cat drove Chip's face into the concrete several times, leaving a puddle of blood and his face a crimson mask. When the tension went out of his body, she stopped. Sorry, shouldn't that be claret mask? (laughs) No crimson, I'm moving on. I'm a better writer now, MC. Can you not tell? (laughs) Look at this very dark-natured story I'm dealing with very well right now. (laughs) Thinking she had killed him. Cat let go of his body and ran as fast as she could. A dizzy chip was just able to bring his head up to watch her go before passing out from the blood loss. The cat is very strong. That went well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I, is Dwayne dead? I want him to be dead now. I want this no, over with. No, he's fine. Uh, oh, God, is he going to kidnap Chip now? I'd rather he did that, to be honest. Yeah. She hadn't been home long, but it seemed like hours as Cat paced up and down. The window in the room was wide open, and she could see the street below. The fall would turn any normal human being to pulp, and would definitely kill even someone as strong as her. She resembled a panda, as the mascara ran down her face along with tears. So we've had a giraffe, and now we're onto pandas. (laughs) Make sure you describe her appearance in terms of (laughs) makeup and stuff. Was it penguins we had last week as well? Yeah, Yeah, and Ridley's a teddy bear. And there were wooden animals of some sort. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd just been to the zoo or something. Were you a furry? (laughs) Her hair was ragged and messy as she couldn't stop running her hands through it and her breathing was erratic. The sound of Chip's skull crashing against the pavement was the only sound she could hear and her body didn't feel right. Although Cat couldn't put her finer on it. Presumably you meant finger, but finer. (laughs) I hope so. What's a finer? (laughs) Although Cat couldn't put her finer on it, something was definitely wrong. She could usually control her emotions by drinking, getting laid or fighting. But she just couldn't shift these overwhelming feelings pouring out of her body. It was enough to drive her insane. It had to stop. Very like Chip. (laughs) Like, is Cat going to go evil? (laughs) I'm going to have evil Cat. (laughs) Cat took a deep breath and took a step towards the window. As she did, Dwayne burst in through the door. Oh no, please no. Please make this stop. Oh my god, are you alright? He said, putting his arms out and walking towards her. 
Cat had stopped her walk to the window and backed away from Dwayne's advances. I was so worried when that man challenged me. <laughs> what, like two? <laughs> I'll see you in the ring, Dwayne, for the WWE Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> I was so worried when that man challenged me. He must have knocked me out, because when I came to, you were gone, and he was lying on the floor outside the bar. He wasn't moving, Cat. I know! She yelled in reply. I know. What are you going to do? I don't know. I can't stop feeling everything. Cat started to pace the room again, the tears falling freely now. It hurts, and I don't know how to make it stop. You must have hurt before. I mean, you live in a crappy place that the homeless are too good to live in. You go from guy to guy every night, and you have no idea who you are or how you got here. Hasn't that just sucked every night of your existence? So does Dwayne know something about Cat? Has he got some sort of weird emotional thing where, like, he feeds off negative emotions or killing people or something? All of the above. Yeah. Cat was shaking now, about ready to burst. There's something I can do about that, she said, looking towards the window once more. Wow. I guess you don't need the last dose, then. Dwayne reached into his inside pocket opened the secret compartment and brought out a small white container. Only the really messed up people want to end their lives before the course is finished. Where's this guy? Why does he just... Oh, yes, my my secret plan. <laughs> Maybe... Well, okay, so thankfully, mm. I think we're getting away from the whole sexual assault thing. Yeah. Because it seems like he's just trying to drive her to suicide. Like yeah. it's like an emotion drug or something. Yeah. I feel slightly like... relieved. <laughs> Not antidepressants, but pro-depressants. <laughs> depressants. I'm, I'm pro-life and pro-depressant. <laughs> you drugged me. Cat's mind felt frazzled. Why? Why? Why is he telling the <laughs> <laughs> emotionally turmoiled and incredibly violent person with superpowers that he's been drugging her? What could go wrong? <laughs> He's a bad guy, so he's dumb automatically, yeah. and he has to tell her a plan, right? Yeah, he has probably. to explain every minute detail of it. I am evil exposition, and I will tell you all. <laughs> but again, maybe he feels like he's got her under his control completely. Yeah, true. I'm paid to. My research into human emotion and mood changing drugs is renowned if you talk to the right people. But mostly, I did it for the sex. Dagger, bring it back oh. to the. Uh... Dwayne smiled. Stop smiling, Dwayne. At least it's not a small smile. Now be a good girl and kill yourself. Here, I'll help if you're a little unsure. So he's kind of like Scarecrow from Batman. Mm. You know, he's like, instead of fear drugs, this is emotion drugs. Pro-depressants. As Dwayne moved forwards to a despairing cat, the door to the room burst open. As the dust rose, a figure appeared in the doorway. I wouldn't take another step if I was you. They said... Who the hell are you? Dwayne demanded. I'm the hero. Ridley said, stepping forwards. Yay, Yay Ridley. Ridley! Definitely the best character. <laughs> yeah. Dwayne flicked out a knife and lunged. Ridley caught Dwayne's hand with the knife in and the two wrestled on the floor for a bit. Using his free hand, Dwayne landed a few punches onto Ridley and freed his hand. As he was about to bring it down to slash his opponent's throat, Ridley quickly mutated, moving his head out of the way just in... Down and clubbing Dwayne on the back. What is going on? Okay, down and time are quite different words. (laughs) 
The knife went flying in the other direction as Ridley started to come out on top, landing with more clubbing blows. Stop! Cat screamed. She jumped up from her sitting position and ran for the door. Ridley tried to run after her, but a bruised Dwayne clung to his leg, holding him back. Just as Cat leapt out of the window, Chip ran past Ridley and Dwayne, diving out of the window behind her. His extra weight allowed Chip to catch up with Cat just in time to grab hold of her and put his body in between hers and the ground below. He took the full force of the jump, cracking a few ribs, jarring his neck and tearing something in his leg. This is what he did for Amy, except he jumped off a cliff that time oh, yeah. and somehow survived. <laughs> he's done it again. Yeah, at least he's, you know, this is probably less of a height than a cliff. Yeah. And he's, he's used to it now. He's like, yeah. I know, I've got this down. I've got Feel the technique. Up an immunity. <laughs> The knowledge that he would heal wasn't much comfort. His face was the size of a grapefruit. and It's the... not that big. No, it's not, is it? Maybe I meant like a watermelon or something? Yeah, <laughs> it's grapefruit. Wait, He's got beaten up so much, his face has shrunk <laughs> to a, a medium-sized citrus fruit. His face was the size of a grapefruit, and the elephant man would have seemed like a stud in comparison to Chip's current facial features. <sighs> oh, I was trying. You were. He could feel Cat sobbing in his arms. At least she was alive. Ridley looked down from the window the pair had just both jumped out of and shook his half-demon head. Dwayne popped up behind him, knife back in hand. Ridley stepped aside and brought his elbow up to meet Dwayne's face. The knife went flying out of his hand and landed on the ground below, close to where Cat and Chip lay. My employer's gonna be really pissed when he hears about this. That's the thing. Ridley's voice was a lot gruffer due to the mutation. They won't hear. At least not from you. See, on my way over here, I made a quick phone call to his police detective, saying that if he were to come by this address in about half an hour, he'd find Dwayne McCarthy unconscious and with some of those illegal drugs he loves to make on his possession. As my buddy Chip might say, you're nicked. Now just gotta take care of that unconscious part. Ridley mutated back to his human self as he knocked Dwayne clean out with one punch. Uh, so Ridley's phone's a police detective and like, there's going to be a dude who's got lots of illegal drugs on him at this address. I guess maybe Dwayne McCarthy is a known... Oh no, the police detective said that Dwayne McCarthy didn't have a record. Yeah, which clearly meant he did. So maybe so... the police know that? They're like, right, he's yeah. got no previous convictions. Arrest that man! <laughs> Down on the street, Ridley helped both Cat and Chip to their feet calling over a passing cab and telling the cabbie that if he didn't say anything to anyone about his two bleeding customers, he would get paid double. As the taxi pulled away, the street was filled with blue flashing lights and the sound of police sirens. <laughs> that cabbie must be really freaked out right now. <laughs> like, oh yeah, there's two, there's someone with the size of a grapefruit head, uh, <laughs> clearly a drugged woman and a half demon thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say anything, don't worry. He's a regular mox. It's just like, <laughs> I'll just get the red handkerchief and it'll be fine. <laughs> I'm going to charge you for the water, though. After throwing up multiple times thanks to the liquid charcoal Chip had forced her to drink to rid her stomach of the drugged drink she had had earlier, she spoke weakly and in a slightly sarcastic way. That was a tough sentence. Yeah. I guess that makes us even. On the winning a fire and brining... Yay! It ju- <laughs> it's back! Brining! <laughs> I can smell rejuvenated, <laughs> but not bringing. For fuck's sake! More brining... <laughs> I guess that makes us even. On the wing in a fight and brining each other back from the brink side of things. <laughs> brining each other back from the brink side of things. Oh, oh things got a bit brinky there. 
all right, mate. You look a bit brinks. Oh, you want to walk on the brink side of life? <laughs> don't worry, mate. I'll brine you back. <laughs> For fuck's sake. I guess so. Chip replied, but I doubt it'll be the last time on either side. Is he saying basically they're both going to go evil at some point and they'll just have to save each other? <laughs> Cat nodded slightly before slowly reaching for her coat and heading towards the door. Want to give me a big speech about how you hope I've learned a lesson before I go? Chip watched Cat as she stood near the door of his apartment with his swollen face. She's got his swollen face. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> She's got a grapefruit under one arm. <laughs> Do I really need to? He asked. Tell you what you already know? Do I really need to? Tell you what you already know. Like, yeah, but there's a question mark that breaks that up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. It really says, do I really need to? Tell you what you already know. You stay on this self-destructive path and you'll achieve it. No problem. I won't be following you and watching you anymore. Thank Christ. <laughs> Fucking great. <laughs> All right, fine. I won't stalk you anymore. Because it's a bad thing, Chip. I thought I could help. Save you from yourself or whatever it is you're fighting against. I was wrong. This is something only you can do for yourself. End of my slightly deep and meaningful, but very good point. The very good point is that he's going to stop stalking her. (laughs) Cat quietly nodded, accepting Chip's words. He took it as her form of an apology. Um, Sorry I got drugged and you were following me. (laughs) She closed the door and Chip was once again alone in his apartment. He intended to clean up his place soon. But for now, he just collapsed on his sofa, unable to stand any longer. And that's the end of Kill Me Quick, part two. So, (sighs) I'm going to do that thing that you do sometimes where you try and explain this away. Okay. Okay, so Chip isn't actually a creepy stalker. Right. He was trying to look out for Kat in a bad way. He sees himself in her. Yeah. He knows that perhaps perhaps at the time he was like... He thinks that if somebody had been there to watch out for him... Yes. ...then blah, blah, blah. Exactly. He felt sort of betrayed by his friends at the time, like they weren't helping him. Mm-hmm. So this is his very bad way of attempting that. Yeah, he's Which trying is to... why it's fine to stalk. <laughs> Thank you, LucasAids. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to stop her from becoming him, basically. Yeah. Uh, so she doesn't stalk people <laughs> whilst drinking oh, LucasAid. <laughs> But he's doing it in a really overbearing way. Yeah. And I did not have the skills to write that subtlety into it. And it's sort of exactly the kind of way that Cat would hate as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, not that anyone particularly enjoys being stalked, but <laughs> the sort of the overbearing aspect yeah, of it. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to help you. Yeah, Cat right? doesn't like being told what to do. Yeah, yeah. And he does, I don't know, fancy her or care about her, however you want to call it. Yeah, you know, yeah. like... I think we've said it before is that, you know, when they slept together, it meant more to Chip than it did to Cat. Absolutely. And hopefully, mm. Chip is going to put the LucasAid in the bin and <laughs> realise that what he was doing was right. And it's still bad that he is like, oh, no, that's like Cat apologising to me. I guess yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. accept it. Oh, 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 I'm such a good person. Yeah. Um, so it's written very poorly for a change. For, yeah. Yeah. I, I get the point. Yeah. The execution. Yeah. That's bloody awful. Yeah. <laughs> but it was nice to kind of have a Cat episode. She's yeah. been slightly on the fringes and bringing more into the sort of main character kind of, you know, box. Yeah. I guess. The That's demon like, box. The demon box. Um, so we kind of got hints that Dwayne had a, an employer who was making Ooh, yeah. paying him to test these drugs. Yeah, and whether it's going to turn into a big bad or just yeah. 
No. Yeah, because we haven't really had that in Chip yet, have we? We've very no. much been established in the world in like one-off episodes and the main characters, really. Yeah, I mean, even the the supposed sort of what felt like could be a big bad, mm. the demon cult trying to bring back yes. the one, were just stoolies hired by uh, Ridley. Ridley? Ridley, that's Ridley. Great. That yes. is his name. Well done. <laughs> Dudley. 12 episodes in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we've kind of had, that was kind of Chip's episode, putting yeah. like, you know, um, Tokyo and stuff behind him. Yeah, yeah. Now we've had a cat one. We've had a Ridley one as well. Yeah. So maybe you know we're going to we're getting to the halfway point of the season. So maybe it's you know we'll be looking at more of a own, own ongoing story from yeah, now on. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, it'll be interesting because yeah, there was just hints of what Dwayne said that made it seem like mm. he had an employer. He knows a bit about cat as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so we see what the next episode's called. Actually, maybe it'll give us some clues as to what's going to happen next. <laughs> Don't know why this one was called Kill Me Quick. Because uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we was driving cat towards suicide for yeah. some reason. Yeah, I guess because so. evil stuff. <laughs> well, next week's episode is called Pool Shark. I hope that the giraffe demon <laughs> has a friend who has a shark head, and they like to play pool together. <gasps> And they just have a nice old chat while they're playing pool. Oh, that would be so nice, wouldn't I it? Know. It's, I, I mean, it sounds like it's going to be another Ridley episode. Yeah. Right. Which could be, I mean, that's that's fine. That's not as good as the animal-headed demons being <laughs> nice to each other, but... Ridley is the best character. He is. Yeah, yeah. Not that that's hard. No, it's really not. No. Well, if you want to come tell us about why Ridley is your favourite character, did you know that there's numerous ways in which you can get in touch? You can find us on Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash Podcast. And we're also on Twitter at How I Ripped Off. And you can find our entire back catalogue, which includes Chip and all the previous Tomorrow Gason episodes. Lucky on you. <laughs> That'll kill a few days for some reason if you're in a, some sort of institute. Uh, it's on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes and YouTube. And if you want to tell us what kind of animal-headed demon you'd be, <laughs> you can do that. Just scroll it on the outside of our house. <laughs> Or you can leave us a rating and review. That would also work, I guess. Yes, because that really helps us. Oh, you know, why not just, you know, if you're a fan of the podcast, why not do a share? Because, yeah, that you know, would be nice. That would be nice. Just be like, hey, this podcast, I like this for some reason because <laughs> I'm a mental person. Me. Yeah, I'm going to go listen to this and drink a nice glass of LucasAid. It's silly and it references Buffy. And that's <laughs> that's just enough. LucasAid. <laughs> and then you'll become a How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer. VIP. <laughs> <laughs>